the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to Next Level Loan Officers podcast. We have the number one podcast brought to you by loan officers for loan officers in these great lands. I am Sean Zalmanoff, joined by the one, the only, Kellen Vaughn. Kellen, well, how are you today? Uh, listen, I uh, I am doing fabulous. It's a great day here in the state of Texas. Honored to be with you in the podcast studios today, Sean Z. You know, Kellen, it seems like a short three and a half years ago that uh, we were in Las Vegas, Nevada, having, I mean, gosh, it was uh, maybe our third or fourth live event that that we ever did for Next Level. And um, this woman from somewhere in California <laughs> strolled into uh, to our world. And it's been a good day since then. I'm, that was a good day when she strolled into our world, wasn't it? It was, man. So, listen, I'm I'm proud to introduce her because she's been an awesome contributor and uh, uh, an OG with the Next Level family. Uh, let's welcome uh, Alicia Bowles to the studio. Welcome, Alicia. Hey, y'all. Yay. It was my 40th birthday. I don't know did, if you remember that. Did you hear that, Sean? Did you hear what she <laughs> said? I just did. Hey, I don't care. I have no shame in my age game. But no, 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 no. It no, was y'all. I was there was a hey y'all, a hey y'all that came out of your mouth. Listen, as a fellow Texan, I mean, it makes me feel right at home. Me, me and, too. And, and Sean, too. so, so welcome, Alicia. Thank you for being thank here. You. Listen, you. and and this is this is what we're going to talk about today. So, listen, Alicia. Now you're a California native. Correct? I am born and raised in California. Okay, but now you live in. Texas, the great state of Texas. <laughs> I still call myself a hybrid because you know, little in both places. But yeah. I understand, and and yeah. and we're not going to rat you out to your referral partners who are listening to this at all. But but we're, we're just, she's going to she has two flights to Texas or two flights to California in the next week. So listen, yeah. this isn't the IRS isn't listening <laughs> to check your residency status and your referral part. This is a safe place. Uh, I know. They're all in with me. Life is life, right? We got to do what we've got to do for all the people in our world. So we I love that. And, and I love your perspective on that. Right. And, and I'm, you and I've had a lot of conversations. You've come by the office. We've chatted as you were kind of getting settled here in Texas. Um, and, and you've done a great job of really managing both. But the question I have for you today and kind of where, <clears throat> where I want the discussion to go. And, and we often kind of ask this question of our next level audience, which, and you've lived it, which is, if I had to like, if I picked you up and dropped you in a new market tomorrow, mm-hmm. what would you do to survive in your mortgage career? And you did that. Like you literally got up from California, went to Texas. Um, in fact, you're probably three. Well, you live what? Two miles from, from me. I mean, we're yeah. practically neighbors. I think I'm like um, two miles from you, two miles from Todd, two miles Two and a half miles from your office, a mile from Todd's office. Yeah. I mean, you're right there. I think Sean is like out my back door. So that's right. So, so what would you tell somebody or, or give us your blueprint? What did you do when you came to Texas? You're like, all right, I'm going to make a business work here. Yeah. How do I make that happen? Well, I think that 
one of the things I'd love to do is kind of set the stage for this, like we dropped Alicia in a totally different world because I want people to know that perspective, right? So I always say I'm from the California that nobody knows exists because it's super rural, small town America. It's not the stereotypical California. And here I am going to, you know, the great big state of Texas and not just Texas, the Metroplex area, right? right. We're talking a dynamic where the best thing since sliced bread is Amazon overnight because I've never experienced that in my entire life. Or same day. <laughs> so this truly was like an entire new, entirely new world. And I remember probably the most valuable thing that I was told, and I've repeated it to myself multiple times. We all know how valuable masterminds are, right? We also know how valuable sitting outside of the sessions and talking is. And we had a session. I can't tell you exactly where it is, but I can picture the whole venue. I think it was one of the Gaylords. It might have been in Grapevine. I was sitting with you and I was Kellen and I was sitting with Todd and we were talking about this potential transition and my husband was there and we'd been looking around and trying to make decisions. And you said one thing to me that truly hit home in my concerns. You said you have to make the large small. You have to find your community and you have to dig in. That's how you go into a new area and you you overcome it or you gain traction. And for me, that made a lot of sense because I'm a small town girl going mm -hmm. to a big town world and and I couldn't find that crossover. So that was my game changer, number one. And that allowed me to build out my kind of traction strategies, my ATMs around that. So some of the places I started is number one, I decided I was going to visit weekend open houses. Who is at weekend open houses? Typically your buyer's agent for a team, typically a newer uh, a newer realtor. And sometimes, you know, just people that don't want to let go of them. And I thought that was a great place for me to, one, get to know my housing markets in the area, get to know the neighborhoods, and potentially meet some agents that I can gain traction with. I had a goal of five conversations, five houses a day, because I didn't want to use my whole Saturday. I was like going to knock it out in a couple hours, right, and then go back to playtime. So I set five places during the week that I was going to go. I went to them. If I walked away with one solid good conversation that I could, you know, follow up on the next week, then that was success for me. And that honestly was a great jumping off point. I gained a couple referral partners from it right away, had lunches, got referrals. And that really just kind of showed me, hey, this is something that really works in a brand new area. And it taught me so many things. So that was number one. Um, the second one was finding my communities, mm. right? So I joined a couple networking groups for women and plugged in there and, and not really just not your standard networking groups, not your BNI type of networking groups, but more just women in business and moms type of groups. Mm -hmm. So I guess more of a community group than a networking group is probably a better way to explain it. And just plugged in there and got to know people and kind of had the one-on-ones and the groups and Honestly, within six months, I was asked to be on the board for one of them, which was Flower Mound Women in Business. Right. And that's been a great community as well. I've been well. trying to get on the board there uh, <laughs> for years. Haven't, well, haven't had any luck. I put in a good word for you. However, I think we're going to have a barrier. Okay. You know? All right. So, well, I'm glad anyway. you made it. <laughs> so that's been wonderful because it, again, <clears throat> is an incredible group that just helps plug me in, teach me, grow me, support me. And that's really what I'm looking for when I go into a new area to gain traction. Yep. The third thing that I did was truly just the good old fashioned organic social media. Yep. I joined every mom's group in my little areas 
and I plugged in and I started having the conversations and taking the online offline and making a presence. And those are like my three big things that I think you, anyone, you can plant them anywhere and they could do those three things and get somewhere. So Alicia, you, you did exactly <clears throat> what the strategy was. You took an area of Dallas that is, I mean, there's few metroplexes, if any, bigger than than Dallas. You made it local and, and you made it yours. Like, I mean, the open house strategy. And I, I know, I mean, I cringed a little bit the first when 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 I when I heard you say it. I mean, any of us season who have been doing this a long time, it's no. like, man, I don't want to do that. But yeah. did do you want to go move to a new state? Is there a reason you're bringing your family somewhere? You know, you did what what you had to do. Yeah. And got referral partners out of that. So for those of you listening right now or, or watching us here on YouTube, like maybe you could get more business by doing this right now since these uh, these house uh, the open houses are are taking place. And then I you don't know, do it in my old market because right. I don't need to there, right? right? Like yeah. it's totally a just where do you get in where nobody else is because but as you talked about your community, so, so not only on the business networking side, but even on the social media side, where you plugged into, you plugged into your community there, you plugged into mom's groups, like you plugged into things that were, that, that are you, that it's not like, oh man, who's this woman that's like this outsider? Oh, another mom, come on in. So it's a really, really great way to, to do that. So what does your business look like now as far as how much business is California? How much business is, is Texas and, and where's that going for you? So I would say that I'm probably still at a 70-30 split where 70% is still in California. And part of the reason for that was just, you know, in the world that we're in, everything takes longer. So licensing in one place versus the other, getting that all in place. So truly, I kind of felt like I was on hold for a long time. I was quietly just kind of building relationships digging in, doing the things, but I wasn't full force. And so by the time I went full force, it was literally like, um, you know, you're, it's like a car sitting there at the start line of a race and the engine is warm and it's ready and it's just, you know, ready to take off. That's where I was. So I feel like I'm gaining traction really quickly in Texas and that percentage is shifting. So it'll be exciting to see maybe what that percentage is in six months, but right now about 70, 30. Well, you know, it's no, it's no secret that the advice I gave you has been instrumental to your success. I mean, let's just, I, you, you know, can boast, you can brag. It was, I, you know, <laughs> and I appreciate it. No, but in all seriousness, right. Yes. Thank you. I'll give you your $10 later. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, the, the truth is, is like, listen, I can say all day, this is, this is what you need to do. But the reality is you, you have to go and execute it. And you're the only one that can do that. And you bring up a great point, Sean, <clears throat> the cringing at the open houses. And, and the reason you cringe is because we've all been there, right? Like we've all been there. It's how you start in the business and you just, you know, you cringe because you don't, you don't ever want to have to feel like you got to go back to that place. But if you drop me in a new market, it would probably be in the top five things that I would go and do. What I give applause to Alicia for, <clears throat> and we have this saying, in next level is burning the ships, right? Like, listen, I'm going all in on this market. There's no turning back. 
She could have easily gone to Texas and just kept doing California deals, but she said, "Nope, I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm going to entrench myself in the market here. I'm going to get uncomfortable, and I'm going to go walk into open houses in a state that I'm brand new to, in a market that I don't know anybody, in a neighborhood I've never been in before." When I have to tell them I'm from California. That's right. I'm going to join. I'm going to join moms groups that are already well established. I'm going to join a women's league in in Flower Mound, and I'm going and I'm going to get on the board there. Right? Like, I mean, these are steps that action makers take. Right? Like, not somebody who's just hoping that it's going to happen, who's planning and planning and planning, and will take action someday. No, this is somebody who jumped in, got it done and did what was necessary to start driving traffic. So kudos to you for taking action and being one to drive those results. Well, and at least like, I mean, your whole development, uh, your, your career, it's, I mean, it's it's been pretty remarkable the last four years. And, and it really, it all boils down to the ATMs that we talk about, the actions that, that matter that you've done. I mean, I, you, you closed, but was it like 10 loans four years ago? I, I mean. Nine. No, nine. it was. First year, I came to Next Level in November. That year, I closed eight loans. You closed eight loans? Because I, mean, I, I think I remember like a post like the next November. You That closed, year, like, eight, she closed eight loans. You closed like year. eight loans the, the following November or something. The next year, mm-hmm. one year anniversary in Next Level, it was like 38 loans. Okay. And then the next year, it was just a bump under 70. And then this year's goal is, of course, monetary, but units roughly a hundred and I'm a third of the way there. You know, right on schedule. Right. And just continuing this because I want to bring this up because I think this is a good point too, about making the community small. Right. And we all can do this. We're all, we all have micro communities within our Mm -hmm. own areas, but another area that you really plug into, and you didn't mention this, but I know it because you and I chat about it (laughs) is uh, your kid's school. Right. Like that's another area where um, you've really gotten plugged in again, guys. Can you imagine like if just if you're listening to this, you go to a new market, a new school for your kids and, you know, you're trying to network and become the the, you know, referral person within that that community, that's hard to do. Like that's hard to kind of break into some of those things. So again, but yeah, give us a little bit of that. Cause I know that's been an area that you've really pressed into as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that one I take, of course, much more organically and genuine because it is my children's school. But at the same time, you find out things like one of my son's teachers is a realtor. She's mm. so happy to talk, you know, the market. And even though she does it part-time, I've got some of my daughter's best friends find out their mom's a realtor, you know, Everywhere you turn, if you just have the conversations and you meet the people and you put yourself out there vulnerably, you're going to find a connection somewhere. Yeah. Uh, funny story about two weeks ago, we were sitting at my son's baseball game and I'm watching my daughter on the field play with a little friend that comes to every game. And this lady comes over to check on him and I assure her that I positioned myself on the bleachers so I could watch these kids. Right. Well, a conversation ensues. And about 30 minutes later, she is texting one of the you know most prominent realtors in our little area. Because he's on board at my children's school and she wants him to know me. And he was actually just asking her if we had any lenders at the school. And he messaged her back a couple of days later and said, we've got to help her be successful. So finding those people that want you to win in the community that you're already in and that you're genuinely invested, it's huge. And that's, I mean, that's just my last couple of weeks. And 
there's a couple of them. So, well, and these, these conversations are so easy to have, like, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, we, we've all heard of this acronym before, but I, I've kind of changed it. It's the family recreation, occupation, dreams. Mm. And, and so like, you know, I, I, I lead my kids, Cub Scouts. Fraud. <laughs> that's what we're talking about it's fraud family recreation occupation dream so these are the questions i don't lead with hey guys i do mortgages and, and i can help you but you know we're standing on the sidelines of the kids soccer game i'm you know talking to the parents after uh coaching their their kids in baseball and man we, we just have conversations hey is, is this the only kid that you have do we have another one coming up you know what do you do for a living i mean they're similar in, in my socioeconomic status. They live in my same neighborhoods. Like, you know, they, they're, they're like me to some extent, you know, what are you guys doing this summer? You got mm-hmm. kids going to camps, doing all these things. And it's bound to happen when you ask people these questions. Oh, what do you do? Right. Yeah. Like, and the, and the conversations just happen real naturally. And it's not like, Oh, I do mortgages. And by the way, man, you know, I mean, I know rates are up right now, but have you thought about tapping into that equity of your house? Um, right. You know, we, we don't go there, but there's so much in common. And again, we, you know, we're telling you and I were talking earlier today about being in somebody's flow. It's, you know, when somebody closes the transaction with the realtor or mortgage lender, you know, it's 70, 80% of the people say they'd use you again. But they don't because we forget about them. We're out of their flow. You you don't stay. You don't lose. You lose contact with them. You're not mailing them things. You're not talking to them. You're not taking them out to coffee and right. doing those things. Like, man, you know, you're a, a a lender, and you're not taking people who work in HR departments that you close loans for out to coffee. If you're not staying in their flow for all the people that that they know, and you're missing out on some golden opportunities in, in Alicia, like that is, that is the single thing that if you really want to put it together, it's as you've plugged into these organizations in your kids' school, like you are now in so many people's flow that they see, it's like, oh, and now I know she does mortgages. Yeah. Well, and I've learned people genuinely want to help. And maybe, I mean, I, maybe I'm blessed. I don't know. i put myself in a good circle. Next level is a community of people that are willing to help and give and, you know, share their best practices. And I have found that most people that I've plugged into and met over the last year and conversed with the same thing as they get to know me and they know our purpose and why they're there, they want to help us succeed. They want us to be there and they, you know, are willing to reach out to their network to help. And I didn't ask. We just got to know each other and I got to know them. And as that story developed, they're like, I want to help you, you know? Well, that's awesome. You know, as, as KT, our fellow coach and co-founder always says, the loan officer with the most friends makes the most money. Right. And there's some truth to that. There's not a lot of things that he says that are true. Um, but that you should remember or repeat. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That one is true and it's it's universal in a lot of scenarios so uh, alicia thank you you know you've been in our group for a long time you're a great contributor you're just an awesome person and uh i mean we couldn't be more honored to have you in the next level community so we appreciate you and everything you do for loan officers and women uh in lending as well so thank you very much for that and for being here thank you Sean, thanks for uh, co-piloting this podcast with me today. I appreciate it. And listen, 
if you're a loan officer and you're listening to this and you're not part of the next level family, jump on over to nlstrategycall.com and listen, you can have a free 30 minute strategy call with a coach and, uh, Let's talk about your business and see how Next Level might be able to help you pick up an extra couple of deals this year, more than more important this year than ever. So free call, nlstrategycall.com. Check it out. We'll see you. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you on the next Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Peace out, y'all.